Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. Alright you guys, so I am a little off track with the podcast. I apologize. I am still going to do my It's Our Anniversary (laughs) episode with the hubby. Um, but we just need to find a time where the two of us can sit down and tell y'all the biz of the past 14 years and what we are looking forward to in this new chapter of our lives. But for the time being, I still have content for you. (laughs) And so today, um, I want to talk about, um, a series that I, I, I have been contemplating or I wouldn't just, well, yes. A series that I want to go into uh, in regards to just, you know, being authentically us, you know, being unapologetic about it, you know, being true self in regards to the identity that we have in Christ and who it is that we are supposed to be, you know, having the audacity to be bold and confident in who that is. And so um, I really want to take my time in talking about those things and just laying down a foundation and you know how quickly or easily the views of other people whether it's society whether it's family members whether it's friends whether it's our bosses you know just others the you know unsolicited opinions of others that we allow to come in and truly kind of um not just distract but distort Uh, our frame of thinking about ourselves and I want to take my time with it because it can come across a little contradictory I think in a way when we're talking about oh I don't care about what other people say but as a believer or just as a human being (laughs) you know you should care about about others but it's not saying that I don't care about what you say or how you feel but it's like I don't care about what you about your opinion of me like that is how you feel and I respect that but also respect that this is who I am this is you know um who I was created to be and it you need to be okay with that like I'm okay with however you feel but I'm going to be my authentic self because to imitate anybody else is for me to live in hiding for the rest of my life and so I really want to talk about you know that I want to take my time with it and everything uh and so today's episode is kind of like a preview to that whole series that's to come so look forward to it um but I I really want to talk about that because I know just being you know again you guys know me I am humble open and transparent on this episode and I or on this podcast and I really want to just um you know be transparent about where I am and I will say that that has been a struggle for me not you know a struggle in regards to like not knowing who I am but being confident in that you know um I, I feel that there are times where I am not authentically myself because I'm trying to make others around me comfortable. And that's not fair to either party. It's not fair to me because I'm not being who I am. And it's not fair to them because they're not getting a chance to really know who I am. And at the end of the day, 
you know, you're going to accept people for who they are. And if you don't like them, if you don't, you know, think that the two of you can walk together because you're not in agreement, then it's beneficial to go and part our separate ways as much as that may seem like, oh, my gosh, Hannah, that's harsh. But it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's when you think about it, it's not harsh. And, and what I have come to realize is that I have to be okay with being set apart. I have to be okay with not being a part of the crowd because we are create like we are created for fellowship, yes, and to do life together because the only time God said that something was not good in the Bible was when he said that it wasn't good for man to be alone. So he created a whole nother human being just so that two people could walk this earth together could do life together and then you know he told us to be fruitful and multiply and so here we are you know there's scripture that talks about for you know forsake not the gathering of of the brethren so like we were created for fellowship we were created to be together you know the bible also talks about how it's better for for two to be together and one fall into a ditch so the other can help them up rather than the one to fall be alone and fall in the ditch like could that person potentially get out of the ditch yes but could it go much easily or quicker if there was somebody else to give a helping hand, like we talk about the story of the Good Samaritan and how, you know, he helped uh, the guy who was beaten and robbed on the side of the road. So, yes, life was meant to be done together. It was not meant to be done in isolation. And yes, the word of God also tells us about how, you know, how can two walk together except they be agreed, which makes sense when you just think about it literally. Like, honestly, if you and I are walking down the street together and you want to go right and I want to go left, we're not in agreement because we want to go two separate <laughs> directions. So we can't walk together because I want to go right and you want to go left. Right. So there needs to be agreement. At the same time, we're not always going to agree on stuff. And that doesn't mean that we have to separate from one another and we can't walk together, um, you know, to go someplace else. But it does mean that you don't always have to be someone's yes man just so that you can always walk together. You know, like that's not being truthful. That's not being honest. And the word of God tells us the truth shall set you free. It shall make you free, you know, and so we can't be so quick to want to appease or please and to conform to others and what they want just so that we can stay attached. Sometimes you're going to have disagreements and it's okay to disagree. Does that mean that the friendship or the relationship has to be terminated? No, but can we come to agreement to understand that we have different ways of thinking, that we come from different walks of faith, that we have different ideologies, perceptions, perspectives? I mean, that's what makes us a society, right? For us to have differences of opinions, that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to conform to your ways or that you have to conform to mine. And I think you know, we live in a society where we want to be accepted so much. We want to be liked. Like this whole thing with social media and being able to like somebody's posts um, or the fact that like on Facebook now, 
and it's been a while. It's been a minute since they created it. But on Facebook now, you can you can really like something by pressing a heart. Like, oh, I love this. Um, and you can put the angry face because, like, I hate this. I don't like this post. This is, you know, you have these emotions that you can attach to it. Or the fact that you can actually leave a full-blown comment on somebody's posts uh, um, and just state the way that you feel about it. And if you disagree, you can do that. But we, you know, and then for the person who puts the post on there, they look at these comments, they look at the feedback, they look at the the amount of likes um, or, you know, the amount of dislikes on YouTube. You can either thumbs up or thumbs down, you know, and this has effect on people. And of course, if you don't see the likes that you, you know, enough likes or if you see more dislikes than than you would prefer, it makes you feel some kind of way about yourself, you know, is and so we want to be liked we we want to we want to be wanted i mean the thing of the matter is is that yes we all have our own love language um and you know your love language could be uh let's say uh uh what is it quality time or your love language could be physical touch or it could be um gifts but there's still a part of you, even though it's not your top love language, there's still a part of all of us that wants to be affirmed. There's still a part of all of us that wants to be accepted, that wants to be a part. And that's the part of us that wants to do life together. We want to be able to walk with others. We want to have that inner circle. We want to have that village of people who are supporting us and rooting us on. Because in all honesty, how can you, they, they talk about all the time how like money can't buy love or money can't buy happiness. Because no matter how, um, how much money you may have, if you don't have anybody to celebrate it with, to share it with, it still makes for you to be a very unhappy person. So obviously you you want to be like, which is why there are some, you know, billionaires or, you know, people that have a lot of money. They're still very lonely because even though they're surrounded by a crowd full of people, they know to, the you know, for themselves that that group of people probably wouldn't be there if it wasn't for the money. And that's a very sad thought for anybody you know, it's a very sad thought to know that I'm buying my relationships like you're here because of what I can do for you, not because of who I authentically am and that I can just be. And if I lost all of this today, you would still be right here beside me. And for those who have those kind of friends or are surrounded by those people, that's a blessing. But there are so many who don't feel that way and they feel that they have to act a certain way, do a certain thing just so that they can keep their friends or just so that they can even keep their family members around. You know, it's this wanting inside of us to be a part of something, to, 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 like I said, to have that village. It's not just about, oh, it takes a village to raise a child. Like, yes, you need that support as a parent to have those around you. But it takes a village to thrive. It takes a village to live in happiness because it takes a village to do life together. And so I really just want to talk about these things because for for myself, I at times struggle with just being okay with, you know, not doing certain things, <laughs> you know, as a and it, it's um I want to say that it's conflicting as an introvert, because for me, yeah, I can be quite content by myself um, now. 
to be quite honest, I don't know if this was learned behavior, if this is genetic behavior. Like I, I would have to do my research about introverts, like seriousers um, type of in, um, research to kind of really discover um, myself in, in that area of my life. Now, I will say that my father is an introvert, so I probably get that from him. My mom, I would say that ambivert and an extrovert probably I mean I think she's a cross between the two and the only reason why I say that is because like my mom can be a very social person but at times she knows how to just be by herself she's she's good with like sitting in the corner and reading a book and so knowing how introverts are that they need their alone time I would say that she probably you know she she might be a little bit more ambivert but either way I bring that up because I I also know that even though I have siblings, my siblings are like 11 and 13 years older than me. So I pretty much grew up like an only child. And so it makes me wonder sometimes, is it because I grew up like an only child why I have learned to be content with being by myself and that it was a learned behavior or a dis- defensive tactic in me being an introvert? Or is it because like, like I said, is it genetics? Because my father is more introverted and I take a little bit more after him. Not sure, but what I will will say is is that for me over time, um, I do know that through learned experiences with friendships and relationships and everything, that my introverted ways became more um more dominant over time. Just because as I experienced things, I started to build up walls and become defensive about certain things in my life or whatever. Um, but now because of the position or the season that I feel that, that God has me in, um, more and more, I find myself coming out of my introverted bubble. Now, trust and believe I know how to still be by myself. I prefer being my little bubble. Um, it, it does take some, some work for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to this place or go to that place. Um, but as I'm growing in that area, what I have found is, is that I am starting to operate or function at a different pace in that particular, um, area than my friends. And, you know, because I, I have other introverted friends and they may not be as quick to say, oh, hey, let's go to this thing together. Um, if it's not just a one on one us going out for a girls night type thing, but it's like an actual maybe conference or it could be like, a, you know, some type of function where there's going to be other people, people that we may not even know. Um, my friends are not always uh, <laughs> always foregoing and that's cool. Um, but then I'm left with the decision, okay, do I go by myself or do I stay home? And I'm, I don't want to say ashamed to say, but there have been times that I have turned down invitations because my friends weren't going. And a part of me really wanted to go because I was like, well, one, I know what God is, is working on me. And he is just like, you know, in order for you to do the things that I am calling you to do this is what you need to, this is the barrier that you need to start breaking through. Like, I know that I created you as an introvert and, and that was a revelation that I recently received from him as, in regards to my introverted nature was to protect me. It's to, it was, it is to protect me from just being so quick to make connections because you can't be connected with everybody. You know what I'm saying? And again, I know that that sounds a little like, 
contradictory. Like, what do you mean you're not supposed to connect with everybody? But you were just saying a few minutes ago how we were all created to do life together. Yes, but you can still pour into people and love on people and be there for them. But you don't have to be connected and close friends with every single one of them. Because there's some people that you don't need to be connected with. Because that connection is not going to necessarily be a a blessing in your life it could actually be draining from you depending on the type of person that that is so I I do understand now you know why I am introverted and it is to protect me to keep me discerning you know in my relationships and not just be so quick to you know become attached and everything but at the same time you know, like I was saying, I can't use that as, a, that as an excuse not to make new connections with people um, because it is. And, and what I mean, there's different types of connections that you make. Just being there for somebody, you know, being willing to talk and have an open communication. There, friendships and relationships are seasonal. Um, I And that's probably something else that we'll, we'll get into and talk about is like just the seasons in relationships. Like not everybody is meant to be in your life for forever. There's certain people that are just in your life for a season and that could be a long season or it could be a very short season um and so the thing is is that when we are you know trying to when we are walking in obedience and we are are walking a, a life that is, is pleasing to God and God is telling you okay I want you to speak to this person and 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 some of you may be able to relate to this that you know you'll you'll hear God tell you oh tell this person something and you're like, I don't want to tell them that. I don't even know them like that. Like, how am I just go up to them? But that that's the willingness to be obedient, right? And so that's the willingness to make connections. So going back to what I was originally saying in regards to there have been times that I have decided not to go to certain functions because when I asked my friends, because I needed support, I ain't, you know, I'm not going to put up a front to you guys. I, I do. I think we all have that Moses spirit. You know how God told Moses, you know, I want you to go to Pharaoh and tell him to set my people free. And Moses was like, but God, I got a speech impediment. Like, I don't know how to talk. How you sending me to Pharaoh? Like, do you know who Pharaoh is, God? Like, what I look like going up to him and not having like, you know, this beautiful speech. And God was like, I created you. I know what imperfections you have. That's one of the reasons why I'm using you, because I, this is how I get my glory. <laughs> You know, that you know that it's not you, but that is me working through you. And, you know, Moses went back and forth with God and God was like, fine, whatever. Take your brother Aaron with you, but you still going, you know. And so there are times where I'm just like, OK, God, I'm going to go. But I want my Aaron. I want <laughs> my friends to go with me. And because my friend was like, nah, I don't want to go like, nah, it's OK. Hannah, I'm going to stay. I was like, OK. And then I had a decision to make. Either I was still going to go by myself or I wasn't going to go because my friend wasn't going. And y'all, like, there have been times that I have not gone places because my friend wasn't going. I know that's bad, right? Like, Hannah, you being a follower. <sighs> yes, I too <laughs> have shortcomings, you guys. Like, this is the whole reason for this, this podcast, to tell y'all that, hey, I relate. I understand what you're going through. And so it's been difficult. And I remember vividly a conversation 
that I was having with the Lord because he showed that to me. He was like, how long are you going to allow yourself to be stagnant because you're trying to go at the pace of those around you instead of at the pace that I've called you to? And I was like, oh, God, like, really? I, I didn't realize I was doing that. And and he was just like, but you are. You I the, you know what I've told you to do. You know what, what season you're in. Your friends are in a different season, and that's okay. Y'all can still walk together, but I understand sometimes you may have to leave them in certain areas because of the fact that I am calling you to something different, and you have to be okay with that. And and the whole purpose of of what I'm talking about is is that we have to be okay with the lane that we're in and the pace that we're going at. Because see, sometimes we can get distracted by those around us and those who we were once walking the track with but now all of a sudden they're at a sprint while you're still at a walk or maybe you started jogging and they they are still at a walk or there's times that y'all could be jogging together and then because life be life in all of a sudden now you've had to you've come up upon some hurdles and while you're going through these hurdles they're not so while you're jumping these hurdles and they have no obstacles in front of them and they're still able to run at their pace and keep going you're starting to fall behind and you feel some kind of way so then what you'll do is is like okay well, my lane has hurdles in it. My lane has obstacles. Let me go do what they doing so I can avoid these obstacles and I'm going to go ahead and shift into their lane. But that wasn't your lane. So now these obstacles, which were really put in your lane to train you, to train you how to jump over them, how to get through these hurdles, you, you don't have that training anymore. And so now you're running freely and you think, oh, this is great. I'm going at this, this, this pace, but now things are happening faster than you had expected. And now you don't know what to do. And it's because you were trying to go into somebody else's lane, you know, and we're, we're quick to, to also, um, use phrases. And I've said this in a, in a previous episode about how we'll see other people and we'll think that they're doing too much. Like, oh, just using the same lane analogy, you're, you're looking at the other person. Oh, you doing, you doing too much. Well, why do you think I'm doing too much? Like, I'm not stressing. I'm actually thriving in what I'm doing. Like all of the different businesses that I have are are being blessed like you know we finally got to a point where we're not just you know um meeting making ends meet or whatever but we're actually making a profit like this is a good thing but then because you're over here trying to do the same thing that your friend is doing or doing you know something that you see another business doing but because you took on too much too quick you're struggling and you're just like well why am I struggling and they it's just coming easy god this isn't fair like when am i going to get blessed and and god is like but i did i tell you to do that did i tell you that you were supposed to do all those things uh, a prime example that i can use in the bible is the the parable of the talents and if you're not familiar with that story, basically, this was the, the story that Jesus was telling his disciples about the three servants whose master was getting ready to leave. And I'm giving y'all like a real quick reference of it. But the master was getting ready to go. He gave um, the first servant five talents, the second servant two, and then the third tal- um, the third servant one talent. Right. And so they were supposed to go do something with it. 
And so the the two the first two servants, they had a return. You know, the first one was able to get a profit of five more. So he had 10. The, the second one did doubled his profit as well. So he returned with four. But the last servant went and hid their talent. And there was this whole conversation between the servant and the master where the master called him wicked and the servant was telling the master, well, I was afraid to do something with it. I know that you, you know, you be sowing or planting or uh, receiving from where you haven't planted and all like he just like throwing shade at the master talking about son. Well, the reason why I ain't do nothing because I know that you you're a harsh master. So I ain't want to be judged by you. But he still ended up getting judged. Y'all, that's a whole nother story within itself. But <laughs> my point of talking about that is, is that in the in that scripture and um, it specifically refers to how each person was given a talent according to what they could manage right the third servant missed that and I think a lot of us miss that as well when we see our friends juggling multiple things and we feel like oh we need to be juggling multiple things too but that's what your friend or your family member or that other business owner can manage you may not be able to manage that just like how some other people may not be able to manage all the things that you do, which is why we shouldn't compare ourselves to one another. Comparison brings contentment, point blank, period. Because if you weren't comparing yourself to somebody else and minding your own business and, you know, uh, taking care of what you need to take care of, you would realize that you don't have time to be worried about what other people are doing. And you would also realize that it what other people are doing is not affecting you because you're so focused on your own stuff. And if you weren't comparing yourself, then there would nothing to be in contempt about, nor would there be anything to covet. You wouldn't be coveting your neighbor's stuff. You wouldn't be con coveting the, the cars that that person is driving or the houses that they have or the husband that they have or how their children are so well behaved. Or You would not covet that stuff because you would not be comparing. You would be content with your own stuff and just grateful for what you have. But a lot of times we don't do that. A lot of times we're comparing a lot. And so we're we're talking about how, you know, that person, they're doing too much. And, and when we say that, oh, you're doing too much, we don't say that necessarily from a good place. Now, there's some times where you could be telling your friend and, and you may be the friend that really does need somebody to tell them you're doing too much because that's not what God told you to do. But you're doing it and now you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling stressed, you got all this anxiety, you know, you're you're more in the red than than in the black. And you're just like, Lord, what's going on? So, yeah, you do need the friend to tell you you're doing too much because that's not that's not according to the measure that you were given. You were given something else because sometimes the one talent, even though we may feel like that is insignificant, even though we may think that that's not enough, even though we may think that that's not worthy, which is so sad because, you know, we look at the one talent that we have and it makes us feel inadequate and feel like, you know, we're not successful, that we're not brilliant, that we're we're not on the top and rising. And so because of that, like that servant, we'll go and hide it. Or like that servant, we won't even nurture that talent. We'll go out here and do other things that we see other people doing. And God is like, you don't understand what that one talent that I gave you, how much that one talent is going to take of your time. 
I graced you for that one talent. That one talent is going to be the thing that nurtures thousands of people. This is why I need you to focus on that and not be over here multifaceted and trying to do all the things and be a Jill of all trades and do all of this stuff over here because this one thing is so significant that I need all your attention on it. And when we don't focus our attention on the things that we are called to, when we don't stay in our lane, when we don't go at the pace that we're supposed to go at, we stretch ourselves too thin. And then we're not able to be sustained in the places that God is trying to take us because we're so focused on those other things. Whatever your talent, your skill, whatever it is that you have, know, first of all, know that everything that you need is already in you. God knew you before he even knit you together inside of your mother's womb. Everything that you needed to fulfill your purpose in this earth, he already placed inside of you. It's already there. So when you come out and you see other people doing other things, understand that God did the same thing for them. So those multiple things that they have going on, it doesn't mean that they're any better or any less than you because we all have a purpose to focus on. But some of the things that we have... It's for different purposes. And so while you're over here trying to imitate somebody else because that's what looks like success to you and you figure that this is what you this is the way that you need to go about it. All the people who are attached to the gift and the skill that God gave you that you were supposed to be focused on. Now they're in holding because you're caught up and distracted with things that you should have never been caught up and distracted with. And so now they're waiting because the person, the messenger, the Moses that was supposed to come and set them free has yet to come because they over here worried about things that they shouldn't be. And so I just want to remind us all to be focused on our lane, to be focused on the things that we have and to be our authentic selves, not to worry about what our friends are doing or worry about what other people are doing or even at times where we want to be running with our friends, but our friends are, you know, but it's time for us to walk or there's a time where we need to be sprinting and our friends are walking like we just need to be focused on the things that God has called us to be and be our authentic selves and then also be unapologetic about it. That whole thing, unapologetic, I've been having a conversation with my girl, Treese, in regards to what that really means because I feel like sometimes we have a misconception of what it means to be unapologetic. So um, we're going to be talking about these things in the next few episodes to, to come. So I hope you guys stick with me and enjoy the ride. You know, it is Always my prayer that you get something out of each episode um, that I do. And it's my prayer that y'all got something out of today. But like I said, this is just a preview of where we're going. So if you're enjoying it, please go ahead and comment um, in the DMs. You guys know that you can connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 00. You can continue to send your listener letters into Hannah's World 00 at gmail.com. And um, eventually I will be coming back to YouTube. So y'all look out for that as well but until next time peace out world